point, Rob. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> We're short on time, you say. We procrastinated too much, and um, you know, funny doesn't work on a deadline. <sighs> we try, we try, and it just it just doesn't. I think we're just gonna go into a promo. Yeah, let's uh, let's find something else for people to listen to in yeah. addition to this, not instead. <laughs> no, don't bother. <laughs> Hey there, I'm James. And I'm Luke. And we're the hosts of the Ink to Film podcast. A show about your favorite books and their movie counterparts. We've covered Fellowship of the Ring. I still to this day don't know how I feel about Elijah Wood as Frodo. Oh my god, man. Blasphemy. Ready Player One. You can be kind of jaded and think about these things as like just straight up references, but like these are the things that formed me. With guests like Emily Saavedra. I think it's the universal blue glow of sci-fi <laughs> and i love making things glow blue i do it a lot in my books as well and mike garnson it's like every time there's a chance for this body horror carpenter will surprise us somehow by taking it in a new direction new episodes every thursday listen now wherever you download podcasts or at inktofilm.com it's time time for a thrilling story of romance, adventure, mystery, anything with an expired copyright. It's time for another Interrupted Tale. Hello and welcome back to the show that usually ends. It's another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my friend and I Take turns reading stories to you, the listener, while the other person constantly interrupts. Rob, we're here. Uh, my monitor is very low. <laughs> I feel like I'm in some sort of cocoon. Help me, Spock. Help me. Uh, let me just see if I... Oh, no, my monitor was all the way. Okay. No wonder why. Is that a little better? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm That's feeling good. good now. It's good. We're here to do a show again? Is that it? Yeah, I think we're here to oh. do a show. All right, ready. Okay. Uh, this week's episode is entitled Moon, June, Spoon, Croon. <laughs> and it is by Gordon R. Dixon from the Startling Stories Summer 1955 issue. Gordon R. Dixon, that's a, that's a real science fiction author, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, long career, um, not just pulp stuff, but uh, a lot of novel series. And okay. um, I think he co-wrote with a few people, too. He was well, pretty well-regarded, never became like Isaac Asimov or anything, but a uh, pretty well-regarded <laughs> guy. I mean, I, I mean, he just couldn't hold, he couldn't do the sideburns. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, in the reason. long history of the world, very few people have become Isaac Asimov. It's, <laughs> it's true. That's strange true. how rare that is. <laughs> We're ready to get into it, so let's just dive right in. All right. And grab your favorite drink and curl up in a comfy chair and uh, listen to this week's tale.
It was midnight. At the Oasis. Send your camel to bed, Alan. No, it was midnight. Now it's who knows. <laughs> In the darkened room that contained it, its silver control panel, just faintly touched by moonlight, the great oral response admic computer Z2963 slept, the trickle of current warming its tubes just barely enough to keep it alive. But is it truly alive, Alan? I can't imagine that this story will tackle this very issue, can you? Uh, nope, it'll be mostly about oral responses. <laughs> oh good, I, I don't want a written response. And crooning. Let's, let's, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Harry Cottick Jr. is gonna come in at some point. Uh, good. Memphis Bell. He was great in Memphis Bell. <laughs> Just fantastic. Didn't sing a lick, but fantastic. Outside the room, there were stealthy footsteps in the hallway, and a lock clicked as a key was inserted into the door. Oh, the future, where everything runs on tubes and metal keys. And there was just barely enough key running through the door lock to keep it alive. <laughs> That's dirty. What? <laughs> the door swung open, closed again. And a young man in a janitor's uniform was in the room with Z2963. Unfortunately, he wasn't in that uniform for long, and this quickly turned into a Rule 34 situation. I think you mean a Rule 2963 situation. <laughs> Z. He pulled the shades, turned on the light, and stepped up the current running into Z2963. Electric dreams, here I come. Emphasis on the uh, Z2963 awoke. State your problem, it said. Ah, very friendly coding here. I guess what's up, jerk off, wasn't considered. <laughs> Lay it on me, my man. See, that would have been a lot more friendly. Get to the point. We're on very <laughs> short time here. <laughs> well, you are human. Oh, jeez. See, they built a dark, dark computer. I guess this will tackle the concept of who is truly alive. <laughs> the young man pressed a microphone switch on the control panel. Well, I want to get married and... Hold on. I have been programmed by President Ye West's Executive Order 48269 to shout, We want prenup. Uh, hard coded in there, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. you know, they make them do it just like uh, that stuff that lets the cops in. Can't can't control it. Z two nine six three clicked the statement instantly through its relay system and interrupted. It was puzzled. Wait, why am I talking to a janitor? Where is Doctor Chandra? He was supposed to teach me a song. It's Daisy. <laughs> Daisy. I thought it was uh, Boogie Oogie Oogie. Oh, no. Dr. Ch Chandra, dude, he loves the disco. <laughs> Get on that. Define I, it said. Define married. Define why I wasn't programmed with a basic dictionary. How the hell do I know what the word defined is? <laughs> That's right. You. Don't know me, said the young man. 
I'm Joshua Allenson. Oh, Alan, it's your son. Oh. oh, I remember when he was just little Joshy. Yes, Joshy Rutherford interruptington. No, he's a little scamp. <laughs> I'm working nights here to pay my way while I get my degree in economic theory. Oh, so this week he's mopping the floors. Next mm -hmm. week it's the fries. Thanks, President West. He's going to mop the fries? <laughs> Well, it's not a perfect plan, but he's, the jobs are getting made. Hey. <laughs> Who's to say what the future holds? <laughs> Thank you. But I've been engaged to this girl for three years, and I want to get married. Define married, interrupted Z2963. Well, it's the uh, systemic subjugation of the rights of one party to mm -hmm. another, supported by cultural and religious tradition. Uh, plus, you can do it legally and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Joint checking stuff. <laughs> Lower insurance stuff. Married, said Joshua. You know, married when two people define people, said Z2963. Um, it's a magazine for people who like to say they're scared of flying, but really just want to read something trashy. <laughs> Plus, um, I like the crossword puzzle. I once figured out a five-letter word for blank the cable guy. Now explain Hola magazine and how it differs from Hello magazine. <laughs> well, one's in English, Alan. Define English. Oh, my God. Whoops. I got to get back to uh, work. Looping air. <clears throat> looping air. Oh, oh, man. I got to. Oh, is that smoke supposed to be happening? <laughs> Joshua looked down at the panel in sudden suspicion. Say, what is this, he said. You're supposed to have all possible facts built into you. That's right. Ironically, everything except the facts of life. I mean, it knows the birds and the bees and all, but has no idea about Joe's crush on Blair. Or that Tootie was named after her cocaine problem. Wow. I, I had no idea about the facts of life either. Uh, you you got to watch the uh, behind the music of yeah. the show. You know, watch the director's cut with yeah, the get into commentary. <laughs> yeah. No, in this scene, I, I who's one of the other hamburger? What's <laughs> nobody named hamburger? Yeah, this is the scene where hamburger <laughs> uh, goes to, to Mrs. Ed, Mrs. Edna. Mrs. Garrett. Yeah, <laughs> you Edna know what Garrett. I'm talking about. Edna Garrett, you're close. Right, and then uh, <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> Nancy was the actress. Yeah, the played hamburger, yeah. No, who played Joe? Oh, whoops. <laughs> hamburger was played by Julia Louis Dreyfus. Rob, when it comes to jokes, you take the good, you <laughs> take the bad. Am I, said Z2963 in its mechanical tones, adding, Query? I've mostly been programmed with Minesweeper, a very limited phrase book, and the Google Plus app. Oh, I've got some bad news, Z2963. What? Is Minesweeper no longer popular? Uh, no, people fucking love Minesweeper. It's right. just that... Uh... Google Plus is the number one place to meet and talk with your friends. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, I also need to talk to you about your Orchid network. By what? Orchid. And uh, sorry, I, I realize you're a computer with a limited knowledge of social media that uh, for 
exists in other countries. It's very popular in India. I don't I don't know why I'm explaining this to a robot, but um, <laughs> what is India? Uh, that's what they tell people, said Joshua. You're Z2963, the only oral response admit computer in the world. And you've got all possible information built into you. Z2963 clicked thoughtfully. Negative, it replied at last. I am Z2963. What are you, query? Why, I'm a man. I'm a man. Yes, I am. And I can't help but love you so. Sorry. You are not a man, according to the definition of the Spencer Davis group. <laughs> like the men who operate you and give you problems during the day. Well, you know what they say, mo memory, mo problems. Well, I think that's a corollary of Moore's Law. <laughs> that as the number of transistors double, so do uh -huh. the number of problems. <laughs> that's right. A lot of math. But it works out. Checks out. Z2963 thought this over. Request additional data on men, it said. Specifically, subset, hunks. Also acceptable, beefcake, or Hemsworth. Uh, <laughs> query, under what circumstances does it rain, men? <laughs> men, said Joshua. You know, men and women are people you're a machine but men and women are living thinking beings well most of them we we have these things called real housewives but <laughs> you know what never mind see uh this girl i want to marry is a woman and i'm a man we're both people and we want to get married so uh we'll be together and not be alone any longer Plus, it'll really get my family off my back. I cannot stand another Thanksgiving with my Grammy asking me when we're going to get married. Ugh. I want grandkids. <sighs> I don't even know if we're going to have kids, Grammy. Wait, I already have grandkids. I'm a Grammy. <sighs> I make great grandkids. It's just, it somebody, gets sadder every, every somebody year. Somebody have sadder. my Ativan. <laughs> sadder. Sadder every year. If I got married, said Z2963, I would not, I would not be alone any longer. Query? Well, it's really a different kind of alone. <laughs> it's like being alone, but completely surrounded by someone else at all times. But emotionally, sure, you're alone. It's, uh, it's like the subway of life. <laughs> it smells like yeast at the moment you arrive. Whoa. <laughs> You can't get married, said Joshua. That's nonsense. Machines aren't alive. They don't have any sex. <laughs> Sounds like this guy's never seen that one real sex episode. Uh -huh. You know, the one with the elderly nudist clowns uh -huh. who date sex robots? No, sorry. I only stay up to watch Dream On. It's funny. <laughs> That's query. I'm beginning to rethink this uh, robot's programming. It's starting to sound more accurate all the time. And anyway, I don't think there's another Edmit computer in the world. Even if you did have sex, 
Wait a minute. So it can only have sex with its own kind? Yeah. Dude, that's racist. If Z2963 wants to have sex with a TI-84 plus graphing calculator, that's between it and the calculator. Although it may void the warranty. TI-84. Oh yeah, that's got some nice curves. <laughs> Big screen. I mean, too. it's got parabolic yeah. ones and <laughs> hyperbolic. Oh, my oh getting hot in here. You're the latest kind of computer, you know. I did not know, said Z2963. Well, said Joshua, guiltily glancing at his watch. If you can't help me, I'm going to get back to work. Yep, uh, those tubes aren't going to dust themselves, buddy. Or I guess since it's the future, maybe he's just the guy that cleans the Roombas? Hmm, <laughs> yes. Mm, right there, <laughs> under my fins. Ooh, ooh, get my rubber nubs. Oh, never say rubber nubs on this show, Oh, Alan. my. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes, lift me onto my charging base. <laughs> I thought you could figure out some way I could make money in a hurry and get married. But if you don't know anything about people, I might as well give up. He turned out the light and raised the blind over the window. So long, he said, and the door closed behind him. Wait, they also programmed me with the ability to predict sports match victories within 99.9%. Don't leave. I'm so lonely. Wait, what are sports? Query. <laughs> Define so long, queried Z2963 of the empty room. Well, that depends who you ask, but most men will say six inches and are usually way off. Way off. So long. Joshua had left the current turned up. All right, now it's a party. <laughs> yeah, until somebody blows a surge protector and then the cop's gun. <laughs> After he'd gone, Z2963 found itself sitting silent, full-fed and thinking. Did I leave the iron on? Wait, I am the iron. Truly an existential question. <laughs> it turned over all the information Joshua had given it and went through it again and again. After a while in the darkness and silence of the room, it spoke. One other, it said. I must find one other. Hmm. You know, as goth poetry goes, mm -hmm. this is a good start, but I think the computer's going to have to work on it a bit. Um, try something about not having any blood, but crying electric tears. Mm -hmm. That'll do it. Oh, yeah. McSweeney's would definitely publish that. Oh, yeah. Some time went by. People move. I must move, it said. Then I can search. Institute bust a move protocol must not stand by wall like a point Dexter. Can you imagine if it doesn't know what people are, what it must think a young MC is? Oh, it could be anything. Just no frame of reference whatsoever. Yeah, I, I sincerely doubt the first thing it would think of would be microphone controller. Tell me, what is the difference between young MC and tone loke? Query, <laughs> you know, like a 40 ounce of funky cold Medina, I guess. <laughs> that's, about the that's about the difference, okay, I think. All right. For an hour, nothing happened. 
Then, abruptly, Z-2963 floated free of the floor, hanging attached to the building only by its power cable. Wait, wait. So they put in some kind of way for it to fly, but forgot to program what the word people means. Uh Typical designers, always wanting to add fun stuff like anti-gravity, but forgetting the basics like language skills or coding orders not to break the laws of physics. Uh, Well, you know, form follows function, follows flying, follows flubber. (laughs) Flubber. I think, therefore, I move, said Z2963. Ergo, quote, erat demonstratum. Wait a minute, so now it can speak Latin, (laughs) and it still only has like 12 English words. This was built by disgruntled Telltale employees, wasn't it? Well, there are a lot of them. Oh, nope, excuse me, there are none of them. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Sad but true. It tugged at its cable. And it pulled at my heartstrings. I love you, Z2963! Connection, it said. Query. It blurred slightly. Then it appeared outside the building, floating on air, its power cable trailing out behind it to a point at which it seemed to twist and disappear into nothingness. Then the computer plummeted 53 stories, and its last thought was, oh no, not again. Like that, get a, get a British accent on that take, doesn't really sell it. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Deserves it. Whales. 42. <laughs> Slarty Bardfast. Man. That's a funny name. Zaphod Beeblebrox. Continuum bypass, said Z2963. Power anywhere. By definition. Shall we go? Query. Uh oh. Continuum bypass? Oh no. Now it's learned Trek techno babble. Keep it away from the Jeffreys tube. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, you know who else wishes they could bypass Continuum? Who? Rachel Nichols. It moved off into the night. (laughs) High in the air. And disappeared. Hmm. Where can a newly thinking computer with access to all of space go to find others of its kind? Oh, God, Alan. I hope it doesn't go to E3 and end up with some kind of augmented reality function. That would be a magic leap for what it to it? take. <laughs> no? Uh, I like it. No, I do not. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, That's why boy. I it. <laughs> and it's just as likely and just as realistic. <laughs> It could, hey, I hear the Magic Leap's going to go through a continuum bypass any day now, and we're all going to own one. Early morning found it over the Rocky Mountains. It stopped above a small farm set in a valley, where the family was still sleeping, and addressed the smoothly spinning arms of a windmill. Hey, baby, check out those arms. Can you tell me which way to the beach? What the hell happened in this story? What is... (laughs) What? This is completely normal. Janitor wakes up a computer that tur- that flies and turns uh, floats through walls. It's cla- tail as old as time, Alan. Fucking Don Quixote of robots. <laughs> <laughs> you move, therefore you think, it said. Query. The windmill spun on, unconcernedly. It was already dating the smart oven and found it best to just ignore come-ons. Yeah, come on. 
Come on. Come on. Come on. Response negative, said Z2963, and moved on. That's right, Z2963. There's plenty more machinery in the scrapyard. You go be you, and you'll find the right graphics card or whatever. I'm a sucker for ray tracing. Oh my god, those <laughs> solids. Two miles on above another farm, an early riser fired at Z2963 with a shotgun. The Edmic computer stopped and went back. You talking to me? You talking to me? I'm the only oral response Edmic computer here. <laughs> you speak, therefore you think, it said, addressing the shotgun. Query? The shotgun roared again, and some of the glass on Z2963's control panel was smashed. Not my control panel. That's my moneymaker. Negative, said Z2963. Inimical. Refractive index is... Abruptly, it went invisible. <laughs> the farmer gasped and then fainted. Invisible. Z2963 moved off. With the powers of a god. This has all of the computing power of a toaster. But man, this is the best fucking computer that's ever been made. It's really tapped into something here. It's got the anti-graph. It's got the yeah. invisibility cloak. It's, it's got tubes. It's great. It reached the ocean and went south along the coast. Tijuana. That's where I'll find companionship and possibly a cockfight. Possibly. He's not doing it right. <laughs> I stopped here and there and to talk to non-living objects, but without success. By the time the night had fallen, it had reached the outskirts of a large city and a group of buildings that reminded it of the building that had originally housed it. The Cyberdyne headquarters? Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It swooped around the building, conscious of emptiness and machinery, until it came to one which housed an object that had a control panel similar to its own. Similar, but much simpler. Don't settle, Z2963. There's no reason to fall in love with the first Dell you see. Oh, man. You don't want to... I mean, listen, it's college, you know? Get into a Gateway 2000, you know? Compact <laughs> it up. You go slumming it with all the wangs you want. <laughs> it blurred and went through the wall to appear before the other control panel. Mischief managed. <laughs> a perception that Z2963 did not itself understand was put to use to explore the shielded interior of this other. There was a sudden click, and a light sprang up on the other control panel. Z2963 had turned the other on. All right, sounds like Z2963 has already learned some moves. High five, Johnny Five! All right, how far are we down the checklist? Uh, 16 or 17 on uh, robot references here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got like uh, four more. Okay, good. You compute, therefore you think, said Z2963. Query? The other said nothing, waiting patiently for human fingers to tap out the symbols of a problem it was built to handle. It hummed. It clicked. It checked its phone without making eye contact. Ooh, strike. Yeah. Yeah, oh boy. After a while, Z2963 turned and went. In the darkness, the other was left alone. 
The little light glowed in the gloom, and its humming filled the shadowy silence. Oddly, it was humming my humps. No, I'm just imagining <laughs> Wait, a uh, floppy hard drive right. orchestra uh, version of my humps playing. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it. I, I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, the dot matrix printers going in the background. <laughs> Z2963 headed back away from the sea, drifting high through the air, thinking. People, it said, 4,897,372,681. eighty You know what? Let's just round up to 5 million. 7.5 we're at. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Boy, yeah, seven, when you yeah, talk about jump. changes, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is, that's not even what it was. That's what they expected it to be. Ed McComputer. One. Oh, man. Now I get it. One really is the loneliest number. That's three dog night, not the Spencer Davis group. <laughs> It always comes back to the Spencer Davis group with you, computer. Ah, uh, I love Spencer. Davis, I could take or leave. <laughs> it forgot about its invisibility, and the moon shone down on it as it crossed the mountains once more, silvering its sides and splintering into diamond glints on the broken glass of its instrument panel. One, said Z2963. Alone. Alone. Adjective. Alone. Lee. Z2963. Admit computer. Pronoun I. Am alone. Lee. I am alone. Lee. It's a lightful. It's alicious. It's a lonely. <laughs> Again, there was a long silence. Perhaps in case somebody wanted to laugh during that interim segment. (laughs) Moving very swiftly, but at such a height that it seemed slowly, Z2963 crossed the last of the mountains and came over the desert. It spoke again. People, people, people. You know, I kind of feel like that's the AI equivalent of Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It said, people marry, men, women, together, speak, hello, touch, we, uh, <laughs> pubes, did, wait, did I say that? Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like he's got a <clears throat> English Thai dictionary and, uh, <laughs> went on that tour that one time. We don't talk about that though. Z2963 made a odd little sound. It was like no other sound it had ever made before. It farted. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's it. I, th- I think you mean that uh, one of its vacuum tubes blew and uh, an argon neon gas was expelled. Well, yeah, that's what they call farting, Alan. Don't you know anything about computers? Okay, well... <laughs> It began to rise swiftly into the air, hurtling away from the surface of the world below. Hello, it said. Not hello. 
so long. People love people. I, one, love, zero. No other. I alonely go. Aw, you know, this would be sad if it wasn't a dead, soulless abomination of a machine. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. It uh, has no soul and must be destroyed. Oh, well, I, we're on the same page. Oh, good, good. And in a final despairing surge, it flung its message out to the world. That message? Hey, world, you up? N not even the chair. <laughs> and in that same moment, far and distant, there echoed along its circuits the shadow of a response, a response directed not merely to Z2963, but to all the universe. Unfortunately, it was a recording of Carl Sagan saying, Is this thing on? That first golden record recording session did not go well. All right. Up, cried the response. Velocity K21.53 acceleration 168.8. Z9263 checked itself. Before it wrecked itself? Uh, yeah. It's wise. <laughs> it's learning, Alan. Yes, it's, it's just an advanced AI. <laughs> Next, he'll learn to protect its neck. <laughs> and listened and hurtled downward, crying out to the unknown. Define self. Define position. I'm middle management, but comfortable. You? The words went out and were lost in the night. Sensing its mistake, Z2963 shifted, trying to match the emanation that brought the voice of the unknown to it. Who are you? Query. Up, cried the other, its voice coming back strongly. Internal cockpit chamber, temperature 70.3 degrees Fahrenheit, humidity 26.4. Oh, sounds like a man computer, always bragging about the statistics of its cockpit. Ugh. Far below Z2963, but approaching rapidly, the Edmund computer was able to make out a red glowing spark, which climbed at a fantastic rate up through the night. Z2963 blurred and was abruptly beside it, matching the acceleration of this unknown with a long, bottom-heavy shape which spouted flames and shot up toward the darkness and the stars. Uh, a quick little dating advice for uh, Z2963. Mm. Don't call it bottom-heavy directly to its control panel. No one takes that well. But your bottom is clearly heavy, is it not, Query? <laughs> Not cool, dude. Who are you, Query? Repeated Z2963. I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my serial number. <laughs> Call me, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> not that crazy. I just want to say it's not that crazy. No, it's not that Give crazy. Give someone your phone. I, whatever. No. Arguments from four years ago. Right? Up. And Atom. Roared the answer from the unknown, booming through the circuits of Z2963. More speed, more power. I am Moon Hope 5. I am K273 Mark 10. I am a rocket. Ooh, it seems like uh, NASA was a little more pessimistic in this particular future. Hey, uh, guys, I uh, think this thing will actually make it to the moon this time? Uh, we're still not sure. 
Well, let's cover our bases and just continue the moon hope naming then. Uh, by the way, how's the Mars or Bust rover going? Uh, I propose that the U.S. should commit itself to achieving the our goal before this decade is out of uh, possibly maybe landing a man on the... Arm. Wow, this is the worst. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Uh, uh, continue, please. I think you should do the rest of the podcast at this voice. My Lord. <laughs> I am Z2963. I am an admic computer with oral response, said Z2963. Is a rocket an admic computer? Query. It's probably not. And I hope that rocket doesn't get any wrong ideas about this whole oral response thing. Op. Thundered Moon Hope 5. More speed, more power. Part of me is Edmund Computer, but I am a rocket. I am the only rocket like me in the world. At least that's what my rocket mom told me. Rocket mom! <laughs> I am the only Edmund Computer with oral response in the world, said Z2963. I am going to the moon, said Moon Hope 5. At least I hope so. Why did they program me with such a lack of confidence? Why? This is a lot more like the ending to Portal 2 than I would have imagined at the beginning of this story. <laughs> the moon. I will go with you, said Z2963. You compute admically, therefore you think. I have found another, therefore I am not alone. We are together and not a lonely. I love you, Moon Hope 5. Whoa, 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 what, whoa. Too rookie soon? Mis rookie mistake, Z2963. No, but no. I love you so much. No, no, no. First, you got to try asking it out for a cup of, I don't know, high-octane test fuel or something, or at least a movie or I don't know what do people do on dates now I I'd, I'd say go to an escape room but I, I think frankly dating a rocket is going to really limit your outing possibilities no but I saw Wally -E and he really boned it up for several <laughs> millennia <laughs> I have nothing to add to that <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of Wally -E. <laughs> just boning it up <laughs> <laughs> Watching Hello Dolly over and over. <laughs> what is love? asked the rocket. Baby, don't hurt me. Wait, wait. I'm a rocket. I'm better than this joke. You're not. I think this story is evidence of that. <laughs> Query. Love is what? Two alike feel, explained Z2963. They are alike, therefore they love. They marry and are therefore together forever. Well, about half of them. It's complicated, but sometimes someone sees a newer model covered with USB-C ports and, well, bad decisions are made. This is a fucking horny for robots episode. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if Soriyama thought about boning computers <laughs> as much as we have in this episode. Are you kidding me? This was just like every five minutes in his head. <laughs> Up, 
rode the rocket. I fly. I climb. You are correct. I am not alone now. One plus one on parallel trajectory. Two. We, explained Z2963. We have the need. The need for speed. We fly, cried the rocket. Up. It's really sad for the first five minutes, but then it's really charming. Plus, you get to see two old men fight to the death. Pixar, you've done it again. Although, if I had one small suggestion, more robot boning. (laughs) Up, echoed Z2963. We fly together forever. Oh, so this is where Rick Astley got that song title from. Hey, Mm. how'd that song go again, Alan? Um, yeah, Together Forever, a popular hit. Can't quite uh, remember. I know yeah. you, you're a big fan. This is the, like, anti-Rickroll? Is this what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does an anti-Rickroll work, Rob? It just makes a podcast uncomfortable for mm-hmm. a few minutes. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, they cried in unison. Oh. Abruptly, however, there was a choking sound from somewhere deep inside the Moon Hope 5. And a split second later, there was an explosion in the firing chambers. I swear, this never happens. I've been very stressed at work. (laughs) Maybe we can just cuddle? All right, all right. (laughs) The Moon Hope 5 canted abruptly and flipped over to a shallow angle with the distant Earth below. Up, it cried. But the rocket did not respond. I know. We've all been there, brother. What is incorrect? Query, asked Z2963, anxiously. Part of my fuel is gone, replied the struggling rocket. Part of my jets are blown away. I cannot steer up. Chuck, this ride is getting bumpy and I'm going to rocket hurl space chunks. You think, prompted Z2963, like me. You think, therefore, you fly. Ah, the Franz Reichelt philosophy. You know what I mean, Alan. Uh, Hey, Alan, uh, did you hear about Lenin moving to Krakow? Yeah, that happened this year, too. 1912. Sacre bleu! Uh... (laughs) Franz Reichelt, uh... Thought he invented a parachute. Okay. And jumped off the Eiffel Tower with it. Okay. Turns out he did not invent a parachute. Oh... Big uh, early hit in the newsreels, actually. Is this an Annie Rickroll still? No, this is just reality. Okay. The Moon Hope 5 tried. I can not, it said. I could fly as you do if I was not fitted with this body, this rocket. But it is too heavy for me. I cannot get loose. Foot loose. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody cut foot loose doesn't really mean anything. Have we all just been pretending that it does for so long that it now actually means something? Yeah. No, everybody cut foot loose doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it sure does. What's it mean? You cut loose. Foot loose is a saying. Foot loose is a saying. Yeah, foot loose and fancy free. Foot loose and fancy free. Right. Right? Right. And then cut means you you do it Uh uh-huh everybody get footloose and fancy free no no, that is no he says several times many many times yeah 
Everybody get, everybody get. Wait, everybody get footloose. Oh, yeah. Huh. We're cutting this. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> I apologize. It took us down a very bad road. I am part of it, and it is part of me. I am he, and you are me, and we are he, and we are all a rocket. Now I know we are Edmit Computers only. We do for the part that is me, indeed, is the Edmit Computer K273. Or if K273 was free of the Moon Hope 5, I would fly freely with you, but I am not and cannot. Oh God, I'd, I'd kill for some contractions right now, Alan. Gotta be serious <laughs> with you. I learned them in the short two-year period after the years I spent at an academy where I was not able to use a contraction. <laughs> is, that, is that like the uh, rum springer for robots? Do whatever you want. No, this is commander data joke. Uh, oh, yeah. The rocket canted again sharply. Now its nose was pointed toward the distant planetary surface. Now it began to fall. Down. Town where all the lights are bright, said K273. I fall. They who designed the Moon Hope 5 were in some detail incorrect. Shh, keep it down. It was probably those guys who were in the cockpit. <laughs> wow, they... Uh, somebody needs to maybe send them a text message about the, you know, the kind of overall state of the happenings going on here. Yeah, which direction, you know, it'd be a good idea. Goodbye, Z2963, Bon Voyage, and good luck. I would smash a bottle on you as they did on me, but I cannot. You know, Alan, I... I wanted to make a joke here about how the Rocket must be a Buffalo Bills fan, uh, but damn it, I think I have a little something in my eye. Fly up. I will not fly up, said Z2963, following the Rocket as it gained speed earthward. If you fall, you will damage yourself beyond repair. You must not fall. Come on, Leo, there's totally room on that floating piece of wood. Just, just slide over a little bit. Okay. I must, replied K273. The acceleration of gravity equals 32 feet per second squared. Down. Down, 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 down. Move away from you now, Z2963, but I love you too. It would have been nice to... Have been together forever. Bon voyage. Good luck. Have fun storming the castle. <laughs> I will not leave you, said Z2963. Then you also damage yourself beyond repair also, said K273 as his rocket skin began to heat up and turn red. You know, again, Alan, I want to make mm -hmm. a joke about how he should see a doctor about that but yeah. there's just a lot of dust in the room over here oh sorry yeah it's allergy season over yeah. there huh <clears throat> yeah a okay. little bit a little bit okay <clears throat> it's all right i'll just take a little claritin d and i'm sure it'll it'll oh, pass after yeah. the story ends that's i hope i hope that is correct 
said Z2963. We flew together. We will be damaged together. We will not be alone again, Goose. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's such the Bella to his Edward. Or the other way around. Hmm. Damn it. I just want them to be happy and make a CGI baby that falls immediately in love with a shirtless werewolf. I didn't see all of the movies, so... Yeah, they have a CGI baby. And it falls in love with the werewolf? Instantaneously. The infant, as soon as it's born, locks eyes with the shirtless werewolf and they bond for life. And he's got to wait till she I grows up. I don't know if you're joking. I am not joking. Fuck me. Yep, it's weird. I will not be alone then, said K273. We will be together, not I, not you, we. We, agreed Z2963. Down, cried the dying rocket. Down, cried Z2963. They went down <laughs> together. And oh, Alan. Please tell me this robot snuff story is done. I, I just can't take it anymore. It could be a robot 69 story if you just want to look at it a different way, Rob. <laughs> the end. All right, that story, that story query. <laughs> it combined two of the most popular genres here on Interrupted Tales, Alan. Yeah. Romance and science fiction, plus janitors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, janitors, but what did you think the moral of the story was, Rob? Well, you know, I think the moral of the story is that you should really provide your AI with a more extensive dictionary. Mm. Um, not so much because they won't go crazy and either kill themselves or all of humanity, because they will. Um, but just because it'll make it all a lot faster and save us some time. And also, I just want to point out that the uh, there were some guys in that cockpit when it went down. So mm -hmm. um, thanks, Rocket. Great job. What, about, what do you think the moral of that story was, Alan? Define moral. <laughs> we are the last people to define moral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Well, I think we've enjoyed our journey into space and the deep universal arms of love for Log and Off Rob. Oh, that's beautiful, Alan. I hope you can join us again next week when we'll have another exciting interrupted you know a little bit of trivia here here's some alternate titles for the story that make just as much sense as the this one okay uh sure. phone moan crone bone oh no that makes a lot of sense yeah blue true flu moo mm -hmm. dog bog frog jog i like that story well and of course lululemon watermelon don lemon armageddon <laughs> hey, oh.